Welcome to the All Outdoors Photography Podcast. This podcast is about all things outdoor photography, including landscapes, wildlife, macro, and more. The show features two talented photographers, Henry Doyle and Ryan Taylor, who bring their different experiences in photography to the podcast. The show is released weekly every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. In today's episode, Henry and Ryan discuss a bit more on a personal and serious level about mental health in terms of nature, the outdoors, and photography. They talk about their own experiences with mindsets and how loneliness in nature can have positive or even negative impacts. They also go into detail about the effects of burnout and being stuck in a creative rut and the social stigmas and dramatizations of internet culture on hiking in nature. Welcome back to episode 43 of the All Outdoors Photography Podcast. Um, and today we have something a little bit different. Yes, we are going to be talking about um, basically mental health and its role in nature photography and what we do. Yeah, um, and let's just get this disclaimer out of the way. We're are definitely not therapists or uh, psychiatrists. Uh, we're just talking about ourselves and uh, how it relates to photography. Um, and we think it's really worthy of a conversation. So. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised we haven't had it yet, like 40 episodes in, and it's like never really come to mind, because it is like an important thing for me at least, and just, I never really like thought about talking about it on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me as well. Um, yep, yeah, but that's why we're here now, so yeah. it works out. So, okay, um, <laughs> so, okay. I think it's going to be such a, like a damper of an episode, but hopefully uh-huh. we'll keep it a little more at the end at least, but yeah, so yeah, it's not really, this is just our own experience maybe on our experiences what we feel about the situation but like you said henry it's not like we're gonna like teach you like take what we say worth a grain of salt like you know what i mean so um yeah i mean i don't know like what ways has nature like in the outdoors affected your mental health good or bad well, hopefully good at least yeah so do we want to both start with good and then maybe we'll get into the bad sure yeah that works okay. uh i i guess i'll go ahead um so good, uh, nature's, you know, helped my mental health extremely. Um, that's, there's very little bad. It's, it's mostly good. Um, I've always loved nature, but I especially, once I started photography, I began, I appreciated nature even more, not just because of the photography, just because like I was spending more time out of nature. Um, and I, I mean, it's just, it's really great for me you know it's it's therapeutic you just go out there forget about whatever's going on um and just take photos like i just get in kind of a a meditative state when i'm taking photos it's kind of like my form of like meditation um and relaxation uh it's just it's been great for me especially during the pandemic um i would go to a local park you know many times a week sometimes every day um and you know it was safe from covid and it was just you know i could just take photos you know they weren't the greatest photos um because it was you know a small park but um it, it was great to be out in nature and just kind of escape the house and uh you know i continue that today you know it, it, it's just great for me so hmm. yeah I, i'd agree on all fronts there i mean it's definitely like gets you out and kind of like into the flow state if you ever heard of that i might have mentioned it before previously on the show but mm-hmm. just like yeah you get in that flow state of like just you're so locked into what you're doing 
like behind the camera or whatever. And it's, yeah, it's very engrossing to say the least. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You just kind of forget about everything really. It's for me at least. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, for the, for the most part, yeah, I'd agree with that. It's, it's definitely, it's a balance, which I mean, I guess I get to a little bit, but yeah, it's just definitely like there are times where I'm just so locked into it. I forget about everything else around me like which could be good or bad i guess depending on what it is but like maybe someone on the trail comes up behind me and says hi and i like jump it's happened <laughs> so much before because <laughs> because i'm just so focused on this little ephem- ephemeral flower you know just down the ground i'm just like hunkered down over it or yeah just like anything like that but yeah it's definitely like a like you, you really hit the nail on the head with it it's like meditative to say the least to be out there and just be behind the camera and just focus on something anything really Mm-hmm. and not even like behind the camera too like sometimes i'll just you know sit without the camera and just like you know just enjoy nature you know like it's, right. it's just nice yeah. yeah definitely yeah um yeah i mean that's honestly some of the best times i had were without the camera which nowadays i try to make most not most i say at least a quarter or a half of my like i guess excursions out in nature to be without the camera without the dslr that is and um yeah those are sometimes my favorite times because i can actually just focus on like the birds around me if i bring my binoculars or just like instead of getting so locked into just taking like a cool photograph and being in like what i call photo mode i'm just out in like i guess nature mode i'm just focusing on what's out there and just letting i don't know just enjoying the moment i guess overall Mm -hmm. yeah i I really enjoy that as well but i'd say like my favorite part is when you kind of get the good mix of both enjoying nature and taking photos or like taking photos you still you know you take great photos but it's just kind of like an automatic action and you're just kind of enjoying nature and photos are kind of the side thing like if you if you sit out and enjoy nature for long enough you know good photos will come like you don't have to work for it really if you get into kind of that state of mind um so that's probably like it's that's pretty rare for me but when it happens it's it's really good so yeah when it happens it's like one of the best parts i'd say but yeah, yeah like let's say you're like doing like a sunrise or sunset shoot and you like nail the composition like you planned out thoroughly and you can just kind of sit there and just enjoy it you know for yeah. what it is and it's it's kind of like that nice like eases the tension off your shoulders you're just kind of like all right i can just enjoy the moment got the shot you know and just appreciate it for what it is too mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely I mean, yeah, for me, it's like the good parts definitely is like the same way as you. It's definitely just being out there at all can be very healing, you know, just the calm solitude of it. Um, Just, yeah, just enjoying my time out there. And um, with the camera, that's like the excuse to really go out there, too, a lot of the times. And um, it kind of is what gets me out of the door, you know. Ever had like a really like tough time where you're just like struggling to get out, like stuck in a rut. But then like you just kind of see like the beautiful light outside or you're just like, man, I haven't touch the camera in weeks but like you just kind of do it anyways and you you feel a lot better afterwards usually Mm. i don't think there's ever a time i like regret going out like just saying man i really wish i stayed home that day because it's always ends up being this amazing trip usually and it's it's really Mm -hmm. just powerful i think like even when it's not an amazing trip you're still getting out of that rut by getting out there because you know if you haven't gone done photography in like a couple weeks that first time is the hard time then after that it gets easy to keep going out again so you know, even if it's not yeah. the best outing, you know that more good outings can come. So, 
Yeah, it's, I guess it's like how you define like the experience itself and which, what's like most rewarding to you. But yeah, I just mean like, like you, the, the actual, like the physical act of going out there is enough. And like, yeah, I may return home with like nothing good or I might be excited about a photo and turn out, it just is absolutely terrible. But like, you know, it's like the experience, like, well, I gave that a shot. You know, that's kind of like enough for me too in a lot of the instances. Like really do I actually go home just like completely bummed like, like, sure, I might be like, man, I missed that shot. Like, this actually happened the other night. Um, I was at a new location and uh, a little bit of tangent here. But uh, as I arrived or as I'm hiking through this uh, fairly, it's like 200 acre, like little park or whatever that I've never been to before. And there's like three main subjects I was looking at photographing, like landscape-ish kind of images. And I, I managed to, well, I haven't edited them yet, but I think I got the two nailed down pretty well. But the third one, I never got time like to get around to at sunset. So I'm like, I still left there feeling pretty great about it. Like overall, I'm like two out of three and you know, anything at all is worth it. So like, you know, I guess it's just about how like your frame of mind is out there in nature and like how you would define success in this instance. Yeah. And that's, that's important when you're, and I think that's something every beginning, beginning, sorry, beginner nature photographer struggles with. Um, they put too much pressure on themselves to make photos, or at least I did this. And I'd be, you know, very disappointed if I didn't get the photo I was going after. Uh, but nowadays, I'm just kind of completely separated from that. And I, uh, it's not like I don't care about getting good photos. It's just I don't place my happiness of an outing on that. Oh, yeah. You, you just can't. Like, when we do, like, what we do, outdoor photography, like, think about, we can list, like, I bet 20, even 30 variables on a, any given day that we go out that like are out of your control, just completely out of it. Yep. Like, I, I, bet, I bet we could do that if, I mean, we don't really have to, I guess, but maybe we could. Uh, I mean, we, <laughs> but we I mean, can. yeah. Yeah. I mean, do sometimes you, it's not, sure. most of the time it's not even your fault, really. I mean. Like, yeah. I mean like out of your control, like basically anything in weather, which is a big umbrella right there. But yep. um, yeah, just anything. Like, there's so much. So yeah. Yeah. Like you said, it's the beginner mindset. Um, I, you know, I feel like a lot of people go through that, but it's like you just really feel like you need to get the like triple A amazing shot every time. But you just you simply can't. And like if you do that, I mean, if you go in with that mindset, you're probably gonna give up pretty quickly too. Mm -hmm. Like it just would not work out. Yeah, and like when you're a beginner photographer, you know, every image seems like a good image to you, but as you start to learn more about photography, you realize that your images may not be so good. So you you're kind of chasing that good image, but you don't really know what that is. If that makes sense. Like, mm. and it's like, that's, yeah, it's that, sorry. It's that same like thing that also keeps you, it may hinder you from like producing more work too. If like you feel like you've made it, like you hit your peak of like, these are my best photos or whatever. Then you may not, you may just like stop, you know, I, I'm not sure if anyone else has done that, but like, Oh yeah. Maybe, you know what I mean? I, like, yeah. You, I don't know. It'd be interesting to hear about that if someone has done that. I've I it don't know if this sad. is just my personality type, but I've never been a hundred percent satisfied with the photo. I, I don't let that get <laughs> me down, but like there's always something like um but I think that's what keeps me going, I guess. I'm I'm not sure. But um from what I've heard from the big artists on their interviews, they're never really satisfied either. Like the, the famous guys, like they just they're well, I forget who said it, but artists are the most critical of their own work. So, uh, mm -hmm. and that's really what keeps them going. So, 
Yeah, definitely. It's it's like the, just the striving. It's it's like positive and negative. It's like the striving to just be always improving in, at your craft and everything. But it's definitely can uh, just hamper you down over time too. Of course, if you just mm -hmm. are so focused on that, and I I get in that way a lot. Like I'm on, on on a constant, and it's not really like pushing myself to like I don't know. Maybe it is, but like I just always like to be doing something different, experimenting. Um, with that kind of just like the mindset of just, I want to do different things with photography and not be so stuck, you know, to avoid a rut, I guess, later on. Oh yeah, definitely. Like that's, that's what I'm afraid of some of these, some photographers that put themselves in one genre box, like someday they will get extremely burnt out. Um, it's just inevitable mm -hmm. if you do it all the time and what are you going to do after that? You know? Yeah, definitely. I, I've been thinking lately about that too, actually, is that like the idea, at least this is totally my hot take of the day, but like in my, in my head now, it's like genre is kind of like dead to me a little bit and that's kind of uh -huh. sounds dramatic, but like, like just the idea of like, I call myself an outdoor photographer, nature photographer, sure. But like the idea of genre is just kind of like withering away in my psyche of just like focusing on a certain subject or set of subjects. Cause now I'm doing like cityscapes and like, uh, like man-made objects, buildings, um, architecture, stuff with like natural history I'm incorporating into my work. And it's like, it's evolving in a certain way that's been very rewarding, but like, I, I just don't feel like I identify in the same way I did a couple of years ago. Cause back then yeah. I'd just be like, I, like I close off those walls. I build up those walls and close myself off. Like saying like, I would never photograph a fence that someone made in my shot. You know what I mean? Or like a, yep like a footpath and like on the trail. I don't know, like just anything like that. Like if it has the hand of man in it, I don't want it in my shot. But now I'm just like, not really like a, like a worry and the care, but like, I just, I'm more interested in doing that now, I guess more too. Oh yeah. I, I totally understand that. Um, you're just kind mm -hmm. of shooting what you want to shoot. And with that, you know, you'll be happy. So, um, yeah, definitely. I'm not looking behind. The, I'm not like thinking to myself, like behind the camera, like, is this a photo like Ryan would take? You know, I'm, I'm not really thinking about it. It's more like I, I want to take that photo, whatever it may be. I just like, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I just, I just don't have the, like the concern about that, like label, I guess, anymore for it too. Well, I, I have a similar story about this time last year when I was looking at buying like a wildlife lens, I was like, oh, I shouldn't buy this. I'm a landscape photographer. Like I was like yeah. putting myself in a box for no reason. Um, and now I, I mean, I'm going to be honest, I, I like wildlife more than landscapes now. And you know, maybe it's just cause I'm going through a phase. Like I, I just, I'm shooting what I want to shoot. And you know, right now it's mostly wildlife. So, um, yeah, it's just, you should never put yourself in a box. Cause I, if I had put myself in a box and hadn't, you know, started looking into wildlife, I, I never would have, uh, taken the photos I had, I have this year. Um, and you know, maybe I would have completely quit photography or something cause I got burnt out. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I remember your like initial like hesitation about that too. Is you're like, I, I like the lens and then like, you just like bit the bug and like mm -hmm. kept improving it. And like, I'm, I remember like your earliest bird photos compared to now are like a completely different person, honestly. Like, it's oh, just, thank you. so you've, you've, no, like you've improved so much from that moment you know just getting the, acquiring that lens and everything too and it's been crazy to see that growth there too mm -hmm. well i just probably the reason why I, i've really gotten into wildlife is that i just don't feel challenged with landscape photography anymore i'm not like that's not like a cocky thing i just like it's not like 
it's not like the same chase I get from like a wildlife photography, you know, or the same adventurous <laughs> feeling. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's the same way I've always, I mean, I pretty much always been with nature, like photography is that, you know, I've never like settled upon one subject I thought about it before. I'm like, but then it's like, I'll get a few good days of just doing straight like landscapes or long exposure. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just do this from now on. And then I like, I remember I'll see like a really cool bird or go chase it, you know? And I'll get some like frame filling shots and then I'll be like, man, wildlife photography is great. I should do this from now on like forever. And like, I just, I, like I said, I just can't fit. Like it's like creative mindset. Like I just can't fit like myself in that box. Like mm-hmm. I just, it just does not work. Like I, I would be so, it sounds stupid because like I love birds and bird photography, but like I'd be so miserable if that's all I did yep. was that just because I'm like, I'm looking at this beautiful sunset in the prairie. And I'm like, man, that'd be a great shot. So like mm-hmm. every day is like a different mood for me and it always has been really. So yeah. like I said, lately it's just been, it's been more of like incorporating man-made stuff, cityscapes and trying out new things that way too. So it's just like a different switch I'm flipping on, I guess, yep. uh, so to I, speak. I totally get that. Um, I'm sure <laughs> with myself as well, I'll probably get back on landscapes in the fall with all the trees. So it's just really just phases. So I, I, Maybe it's just like your, your, your landscape no pun intended is like just getting too repetitive and you just aren't feeling like uh-huh. satisfied by it because i've been that way too is where like i wouldn't get any good bird shots for like a month or two and i'll be like yeah i don't know about this thing and then like like i just said if i'm gonna go i'll say it again but like i get like a really great bird shot and it just reminds me once again about how amazing those are and like i should do more of it of course too so maybe it's mm-hmm. just like your environment's not which may, may be out of your control of course but maybe it's just not suited right now for like well, I mean, again, even, I guess it's it's kind of crazy. Even when I was up in Michigan, which has beautiful landscapes, I mostly did wildlife. It was just like a thing. I wasn't like forcing mm. myself. It was just kind of like, I just want to shoot wildlife. And that's why. Yeah. I you felt like doing yeah. that more. Yeah. 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 No, I, I get that. Yeah. Mm. And that's, that's great. So maybe you'll go back to Michigan eventually and do landscapes only. So yeah, that might I mean, that's what too, I did I pretty much last summer up there and it was great. And, you know, I got some, the landscapes I wanted um, and, you know, I'm not going to regret anything. So, yeah. <laughs> regret nothing, everyone. No. Oh, yeah. In <laughs> photography, regret nothing. Even if you miss, like, the perfect shot, just try to put it behind yeah. in your mind and and just keep going. Oh, yeah. Setbacks and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dropping camera gear in water, being out yep. in the pouring rain. There's, there's so much, man. It's, it's like, I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm, I've gotten to a point. Maybe it's just myself, like, in general. But, like, just with photography especially, it's just, like, I'm just like really grateful about everything like mm-hmm. that has happened and will happen, I hope. But like, that's why I'm just like, like we talked about earlier about like you miss a good shot or a potential good shot and you like get bummed out as you leave like the location or whatever. But like, I like to remember like, man, I've gotten all these other great shots here or just in general. And like, I'm sure I missed that one that may be like in my portfolio, but like, remember all the great stuff you've already gotten in like your catalog. Like it's, or you could go back to old images and edit those too, and you might find something new that you, you know, previously overlooked too. So, you know, just finding like the smallest, like the silliest little small things or, you know, big or small, I guess. And just like being grateful for those too, you know, like drop the camera in water. Well, I still have another one. <laughs> and you have a <laughs> you funny know? story to tell. <laughs> so. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. And hopefully you get on video too. So. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Um, yeah. So, I guess like 
maybe like the bad parts about being outdoors because like I, I, this is more of a problem I don't know, with me I guess is that I like to romanticize nature a lot mm -hmm. like I'm a sucker for a good quote and like if you anyone follows my Instagram or Facebook even like I love like slapping on quotes from anyone about like nature or just arts in general and stuff and like so it's kind of like my fault there is that I'm guilty of like romanticizing like basically just talking up very poetically about nature and like do you feel like there's like a like a stigma or like I don't know toxic positivity like surrounding nature like as in you go to nature you're just automatically like I don't know I'm cured or like I just feel better do you feel like that's like a like a I don't know what you call it stereotype Yeah, I think definitely um, for nature in general, like especially with social media, just, you know, people think it's just easy to be out in nature uh, and like people think it's like a commodity, like you can just walk in and just like instantly have enjoyment. Uh, but no, I mean, you have to find enjoyment like and I guess there's just, you know, some people who just aren't nature people like they'll just just kind of have to like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but you have to like immerse yourself in it fully you have to like accept the the bad parts of it and the good parts i would say Yeah, definitely. It's like the those aforementioned quotes, they don't talk about, you know, this like the sweating, smelly, you know, dog days of summer, you know, you got like a trail of mosquitoes right behind you if you stop for any brief moment, they'll all just bite you on the arms and neck. Or mm -hmm. you know, just like anything like that, like just the rough the rougher parts of just being out hiking or whatever, like you know, everyone's just like, oh, it's a beautiful forest floor and there's a mountain and stuff. And I'm like, mm -hmm. no, sometimes it's like, sometimes it's downright miserable. Let's be honest. Like, you know, oh, show yeah. me straight up. It, it's like, there's sometimes I'm out there and I'm just like, this sucks. I'm like tired. I have a headache. I'm hungry. I'm miserable. I'm not getting any shots. And it's just like, I hate it. Like, and yeah, you know? and it's dangerous too. I mean, I, yeah. I was on a hike with um, some family on the sand dunes of Michigan like uh, last week. Um, and there was this cliff and I, I, I legit fell off the cliff. Like it was a, like a <laughs> 20, 25 foot drop. Uh, I landed like inches um, before like sharp boulders. I, I literally, I would have been killed. Like I'm, I'm not kidding. Like it would have, it would have killed me. Like I slid off a cliff. Uh, luckily my mom didn't. She was like right next to me. <laughs> nature nature's a bitch sometimes so i'm gonna be honest it's <laughs> it's uh it's, it's dangerous and you know you don't want to underestimate it and definitely not romanticize it like you know you see the the people in the grand canyon standing on those cliffs um you know just with their selfie sticks and you know they're they're romanticizing it and they're spreading that romanticism yeah, man, I'm, I'm trying to hear that. Though. That's that's pretty rough. I, was, I've, I've I mean, I was completely fine. A small scrape on my leg, but I I was just like inches from death, like legitimately. Yeah, Oof. man. It, well, it's just these rough. it's these sand dunes. Like they they change so often. Like I went last year and they were completely safe, and then this year, you know, I couldn't even see the cliff, so I just basically slipped mm -hmm. off of it without even seeing it. So I was on trail too, so it wasn't like I was like doing anything reckless it was yeah it was just like slippery to begin with i guess uh -huh. yeah yeah that, that's rough man <laughs> yeah it's kind of There's... funny though <laughs> <laughs> i guess now but <laughs> uh -huh. yeah it's it's like yeah it's all of that and just like the hiking itself if you do have to hike like a big location to get somewhere mm -hmm. or if you're just like you know out there exploring but like like i remember like we had some pretty good snowfall this past winter and like 
I slept on some those like uh, snow spikes onto my boots, and I had to like trudge through like probably over five six miles and like uh, probably like shin deep, almost like knee deep. Honestly, I felt like at some points uh, snow, and it's like you, you imagine how heavy that is to go through snow like that. Like it's not like just a you know casual walk in the park. That's like you're lifting your entire legs like up and down a million, you know, repeat, rinse, repeat. But like, it's just, it was so exhausting too. And I really didn't get, if I recall, not like any real shots that day too. Mm -hmm. It was just like, man, this sucks. <laughs> yep. And it's I like, you, 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 like if you're on a trail, popular trail, you'll hear hikers complain, like almost guaranteed every trail. Cause like, Oh, the view's not good enough or there's not a view or just why, why the heck am I doing this? You know, like, mm -hmm. it's just, uh, or, or people that are like ill-equipped. Like I feel like you and me are very knowledgeable about what we're doing, but like I've seen a lot of just hilarity and just people in general, like just like wearing flip-flops, like oh my God. Uh, like yeah. like shimming up like slippery rocks that are wet next to a waterfall. I just I've seen so many goofy <laughs> things that I'm just like I don't know. It's it's just silly stuff like that. And well, that that reminds me. It. I'm sorry for all the personal stories, but this summer in Yosemite, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of Vernal Falls, but uh, uh, maybe it's one of their maybe. biggest waterfalls there and there's this huge hike like it's a like six mile hike and you have to climb like straight up the waterfall pretty much on these granite steps so they're slippery um, and you need hiking sticks and all that stuff um, mm -hmm. we, we got up early to do it like 5 a.m um, and then as we're coming down we see these families with like three-year-olds and they're wearing flip-flops and you're just like <laughs> you know they're not going to make it up like and, uh, and that'll leave them with a bad taste in their mouth for nature. Um, you just have to be well prepared for it. So <laughs> that's so embarrassing. Uh -huh. Yeah, I bet if you like stop right there and wait, like they'd be coming halfway down pretty yep. quickly soon or soon after that. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like I, I don't want to say like we were perfect. Like I definitely wasn't no. at first. I mean, still not really. But I mean, I never like did any, I don't. I'm not really done anything that stupid. I mean, like crossing rocks in a creek maybe i've i've waded through some creeks but like never anything like too rushing water that would like i don't i hope not like swallow me you know um but yeah it's just i don't know just being smart about it but yeah it's definitely it is kind of sad i guess when people i know yeah like you said read these things online or in social media and then they go out there and it's just like not that at all and i'm like yeah that's kind of the point like like I, I find it pretty humbling, like to remind myself every now and then, like nature doesn't need us, but we need it. Like they don't, like nature doesn't care if we're around. It, it's mm -hmm. pretty much, I don't want to say perfectly fine on its own, but like it doesn't really need us that much. It'd be better without like, us. <laughs> yeah, in a lot of ways. I mean, we do the people that do help out with conservation uh -huh. and like that stuff. I mean, that does make a difference, but like on, on its uh -huh. own, like it really, like the natural cycle of seasons and. Yep. like nesting season and well, just everything like it doesn't need us really too I mean, much if you think about it this way without people we wouldn't need conservation so in interfering with nature Ooh, yeah. dude i like that <laughs> no that's, that's very true though uh -huh. yeah because a lot of stuff is from like invasive species that you know are introduced in most cases because uh -huh. of us so it's like yep. our fault too <sighs> there's yeah there's just so much to it but <laughs> yeah and i i think almost with the uh kind of the stigmatization and, or toxic positivity that also applies to nature photography itself. Like oh, yeah. beginners will go out and I did this all the time, you know, go out um, and just like we talked about, expect good photos and not get them and then maybe quit photography forever. 
Because, uh, oh. I mean, I think there were definitely times when I was a beginner that I was ready to quit because of bad photo shoots. Um, but you just have mm-hmm. to get past that. You know? Honestly, I I would agree, but I don't think I really, like, had that. Like, I, I'm, I feel like I'm just, like, so nuts of a person. I would have given up years ago. But, like, I just don't – like, I just kind of shake off the losses. I don't know. I'm not, like, trying mm-hmm. to flex. But, like – and especially early on, like, when I was just doing it for fun, simply – it was just more like an innate like curiosity. I was never like hoping to get like, I mean, I, w- I want a good photo of course, but I was never like, it was more like just a curiosity of just like, let's try this. And then I take the shot and review it of course, or whatever and edit it later on. But it was never like, I took a shot and I was just like, Oh, I don't like this, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so like, I don't know. It's, mm-hmm. I was always like, like a thirst and a hunger for like curiosity of like what's out there and what I could, capture with the camera it was never yeah i don't know it's never like really like i mean it's been there there's, i'm not like downplaying it but there's been a million, million moments throughout my whole like career so to speak where i was definitely like man i don't know about this <laughs> but yeah. like i i just i don't know maybe it just takes a certain uh-huh. kind of person to like persist through all yeah. whether you might want to make it a business or a hobby doesn't matter just like a million different things that could happen and arise, but like, you still got to be persistent if you want to like improve your craft or make a business out of it, of course, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think definitely like there were times that I wanted to quit, but then like I would go outside, I'd see something and be like, I'm not quitting. You know, like it was very temporary <laughs> if it did happen. Um, of course oh, it yeah, happened in you know years to me nowadays. I just, you know, I can go out on the outing. I can go out on like five outings in a row and not get photos and be totally fine with it because I know there's more <laughs> to come someday. I don't know when or where, but I'm, I know there is. So. But this is, okay. Well, I'm gonna play devil's advocate, but like, would those five days in a row like affect you in any way, like your motivation? Like, would you not, just take a break? Not anymore. I like seriously, like, not anymore. Like, honestly, like, really? it's just you know, I'll get good photos at some point, so why worry about it? You know. <laughs> That might be one. That might be one instance where, like, if I went out like for five straight days and like I, I feel like this is really, really rare. Like, I, I feel like I would find something I'd be happy with, like taking home. But like, uh, photographically speaking, but like, yeah, if I just like had five straight days of just nothing's happening, I don't know. I, I would probably actually just take like a mini break or just mm-hmm. like put up the camera because I, I honestly, and we'll talk maybe in a moment here, but like about burnout and I would just get seriously burned out, which has happened before of course too yeah i mean of course if it was like a, a trip or something over five days i'd be very probably very sad but you know if it's just kind of a regular outing for me i, I think i'd be fine and um i don't know like i feel like even if you don't get good photos you always gain something no matter what it is like mm-hmm. you can maybe gain more knowledge about the location which can be very valuable um you can maybe see you find a nest or uh, see a tree you want to shoot in better light or um, I don't know just like find some piece of knowledge or you know maybe even learn something about your camera maybe you didn't get a shot but maybe you learned a new setting on your camera that will help you get that shot the next time so there's always something you gain it may not be obvious at first but there's there's always something I think so Dude, I, I 100% agree with that. Like, it's never, yeah, it's not always going to be, like, something material, like a good photo, but, like, like in my on-location videos, I explain this a lot because there's, there's been a number of videos I'll consider, like, filler just because I don't get any good shots. But, like, usually I end the video on, like, well, I did, you know, check out this new location, and I'll come back for future visits and get, you know, 
hopefully some more images or just, you know, I'll explain why things didn't pan out the way they should have or how I would have liked. But like, yeah, it's, it's definitely about like you gain more out of it just than just like the image itself, like the experience. Um, like you said, you like learning more about the camera setting and just there's so much more to like nature and photography than just like the photo itself, you know? Yep. Definitely. Um, and if mm-hmm. you, you got to, pretty much everybody starts out like that, you know, look for the photos, but you got to get past that or you'll just stay where you are, not progress. Uh, and, you know, you'll just be stuck. Really. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and like we mentioned earlier about having like the camera free hikes or days, um, I found like, well, I mean, sure, I do pass up a lot of good opportunities. Like, I'm like, man, that light just hits that you know footpath just right. Or like, there's a cool bird that just landed like a few feet in front of me. And like, I don't have my camera or anything ready with me. And it's, it is a bummer, but like, I, I feel like this has been a real big problem for me. Um, or it was more so in the past, but like, um, nowadays I'm a little bit better about it. But like, it's just letting go of like the need to always get a photo of anything like you know what i mean like that mm-hmm. that's why i do those camera free hikes a lot now is because i do need to like shut off that switch that never really shuts off truly but like just kind of ignore it for a little bit and just enjoy just being out there you know outdoors and stuff and uh not get so yeah wrapped up in the photo because it's like you can't like, like like the burnout thing it's like you just can't take that photo you can't always take photos i guess and i honestly find that like the camera free hikes i'll do I like, I feel like my photos get a little bit better because of it. Cause I do um, just kind of relax my vision, so to speak, and not always focus on like, how would the camera look with this, you know, set up here and this stuff. I can just like look at it as it is like purely whatever it is, a landscape, a flower doesn't matter and just see it for how it is, you know? Yeah. I, that's, that is, oh my God, voice crack. That is kind of the, that is probably the best thing you can learn about photography it's not even about directly photography but once you learn to do that uh, you'll just really improve in all aspects i think mm-hmm. yeah definitely i've always said it's like i, I tell people like um like non-photographer people i guess like just co-workers or people i know friends i'm like it's really not i mean it is about photos and cool stuff i see but like it's really not about that it's like more about me as like growing as a person like alongside it you know like it's always about, it's always about like, there's a, for me, at least there's like a bigger picture to all of this than just a camera and whatever. Like it's, it's definitely a bigger thing, I think. And I, I think a lot of people can identify with that too. Mm. Cause it's, it's not like a linear path or following. Like, it's not like there's some end goal, like we'll, you and I will no. definitely do. I mean, unless something horrible happens, we'll probably be doing photography our whole lives. So, you know, there's not like an end goal to it. It's not like we're trying to like, I don't get the best photo ever and then quit. It's just a constant yeah. pursuit. So you can't just, you know, race after everything. You just got to let things happen. Really? I don't, I don't see it like an end. I mean, I don't see like an ending to it. Like, honestly, yeah. unless if I did just like wake up one day and go like, you know, what, career path switch or whatever. Yeah. But like, I just, I don't even see that happening either. At least right now. Like, I don't see yeah. a point. Like, it's just, there's so much you can do with it, but like taking your time with it too. And not like trying to just, be like the tourist or whatever and just mm. be always like i need to go here go there go everywhere and just always trying like stuff i mean like mm. i feel like hustle is pretty important but like it's too much of it's also really really detrimental too yeah i mean i think hustle is very important if you're trying to build a photography business but when you're on the field you don't need that hustle right because you're just 
that's not how you get good photos. Sure, when you're on the computer and maybe trying to market your photography business, sure, do you need to do some hustling, but out there you, <laughs> you, you don't. So, unless if you need to quickly hike to the other end of the location before yeah. sunset. Sure. <laughs> that was me a few nights ago. Yeah. It didn't work out. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> Phys or physical or stamina is eagle. important. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like sprinting to get get to. <laughs> Probably got scared off, man. Jeez. No, he was. Uh, I I knew this guy. He doesn't get scared of anything. He was on a public beach. <laughs> Nothing scares me. I'm on a beach. No, that's great. No, seriously, like there were people like yelling at him, and he wouldn't fly away. So. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I I keep mentioning it, but I feel like it's important to talk about, like, in its burnout. Um, with like, a, and this is mainly pertaining to like probably people trying to make a business out of it, but I guess anyone could have this, like anyone that's like photography and creative, uh, stuff, I guess, pursuits, but like burnout for me is a really, really bad thing. And I still struggle like supremely bad with it. Cause I just don't have like, like I said earlier, I don't have like an off switch for any of this really. Like I'm always doing something. I got like, I think last week I had like f five videos to edit like oh, wow. it, like vi videos of like various completion for youtube um just anything like out in the field some editing stuff some just whatever behind the camera stuff and like various states of completion that i eventually get to working on all of them i never really i'm not pretty i'm not pretty bad about like putting stuff on hold to like just because uh finish, not finishing it out of laziness like, i usually do finish everything i set up to do but like i just i don't have like a like a slow down switch I'm like I, I need to dial it back and like I'm like oh I have these 100 photos to edit and I'm like I gotta do it now you know and like I said I got like five six videos and it's like I'm, I'm pretty bad about like having so much crap and like material like piling up that like it does overwhelm me pretty easily too so mm -hmm. um, when I'm out in nature and like taking the photos it's usually not that bad but it's like the accumulation of like I just filmed two videos today example and that this didn't happen but like I filmed two videos today and I took like a hundred, you know, great shots and I have to edit all these things. And like, I just get so overwhelmed with all of that. And then on top of that, like, like the more businessy side of it, like trying to apply for festivals, gallery exhibits, and then having to like write down my calendar, like, all right, I got to do this day, that day exhibit, that day festival, that day, some other thing. Um, even this to podcast. to worry about social media as well behind all that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just the overwhelm of like scheduling it. Like, um, I guess in a way, this podcast is another thing too. But I actually enjoy doing it, of course. You know, don't get me wrong. But like, like just scheduling all these different things, and it just adds all this little like mini stress to every day. Because I'm like, what do I have to do today? And I'm like, oh crap, the light's really going to be good this evening. I need to go on that shoot because I may not have another week or two before. It might just be straight storms, and it won't be the same. Mm -hmm. Like, there's just all these like little like you don't really like think about them, but it adds up. And like these little stressful uh, like episodes and moments that like builds up to burnout and like uh so what i'm getting at rambling here is that like you know it's pretty bad for me at least like burnout and i bet a lot of photographers have it um creatively speaking i don't really so i mean i do get creatively burned out like like we said the same subject over and over can happen sometimes but honestly it's just more like like scheduling and overwhelm of that sort and then um doing these exhibits and being social you know because I'm, I'm an introvert at heart so like being outgoing, I'm pretty good about, you know, I can, I can play that card pretty well, but like too much of it in a row, like days in a row, like just drains me like absolutely too as well. Yeah. 
Um, I'm just going to say about like all the stuff that adds up. Um, uh, quoting a guest from last week's episode, uh, it's a nut- it's a full time job on top of you know most of us most of us also have jobs or school. Um, you know, it's photography may not seem like it, but um, you know all the things we do, it's it's a lot. You know, it's it could definitely it be considered a job, and people do what we do as jobs, and you know that's all they have to do, which you know I'm, I'm very <laughs> envious of. Um, but uh, obviously they work harder than us but you know it's similar because um, you know we we do the social media stuff we oh, have yeah. events we have meetings you know uh, and you know normally it's not for a profit and of course that's not why we do it but even that fact sometimes could be hard because sometimes you're like to what end am i doing this or at least i'm like that um uh, <clears throat> it just kind of makes you think uh, but time, time management too is a big one yep. Like, especially from a business standpoint, like, is this festival going to be a good use of my time? Is it even going to be worthwhile? Am I going to get my money back or anything like back mm-hmm. from it really? Or like, like even like photo trips, like going out, like with the camera, it's like, sometimes I'm like, is it really worth it to go right there? Like right now? Like there's all these like little questions that like nag at me in my head of like, like what's the most important? What isn't, what should I do? But like the problem is I've become too much of like a yes man and just kind of say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. Not always, but like a lot of more often than not. And like, then I just look at my schedule and I go like, wow, the next six weekends I'm booked like completely. And then it's like social life. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> like that, like at my day job, like people will be like, you know, so Ryan, what you doing this weekend? You know, anything fun? I'll be like, well, I got a gallery exhibit on Friday. Um, I got to sit the shop you know, Saturday. I got a festival Sunday or, you know, just an example. And they'll be like, wow, you're so busy. How do you do all that? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm nuts like that. I don't know. And I, yeah. I'm doing this all on my own too, which is just like, it's, it's exciting, I guess, but kind of like scary at the same time. Cause I do just burn out pretty quickly from all mm-hmm. of it. Yep. It's, it's hard. Cause then you're afraid if you, if you drop some of those things, you, you get afraid that you'll lose some support or mm-hmm. you know, just kind of fall back on your photography. So it's, it's hard to you know maintain it. There was actually yeah, a little small, little funny story, but like um, a couple of weeks ago was like this special exhibit at a place um, I'm like a member of, but like I've never exhibited at previously. And um, there's like an opening reception, but I had at my day job, I would be like working during the hours of it on like a, I think it was like Sunday. And my manager didn't see my PTO slip. So like, I just ended up working that day. A few days later, she was like, oh, I didn't see it. I'm sorry. You got to let me know next time. And I was like, so bummed because it's like, yeah, like you were saying, that's like an opportunity to meet people, stand by my work. Cause other than that, it's just like pictures on a wall to me or mm-hmm. I'm imagining to them, like, but if they actually meet the person and he's standing right next to them, he can talk to you about the stories about taking them and all that stuff. Like, like that's like, in a way I put all this pressure on me to like go to those events and do that because of that reason. Cause like, if I don't, then it's like, I don't know what's the point, but then, um, someone else in that exhibit that I've known um, from just out and about, you know, um, she, uh, she sent me like a like a message or a picture and said like you got an award for one of the frames and I was like I was like more bummed because I wasn't there to like receive the award in person but like I was just like man I really wish I was there to like accept it you know in person because it just felt so like wasted of like an opportunity even though I still got an award so like I don't know I was focusing on the negative I guess too much there. I should have just been like grateful more of like getting the award at all for like a piece I put in there. But like, I don't know. 
it was just it was a weird thing i had to like battle with myself of like no ryan be grateful you got something at all like be grateful you're actually in that exhibit or something at all because like that's enough too you know don't be so like mm -hmm. mad about missing the reception i don't know it's just like stuff like that silly yeah and that kind of ties back to missing photo opportunities too it's kind of the same thing uh, <clears throat> you just you can't like i uh you know i had a I have a family member who's interested in doing what I do. And I, I showed him like all my raw files that are just, you know, trash, you know, and it's like, <laughs> you want to do nature for You're going to have to deal with the disappointment of this. If you can't deal with that. You can't do it. So it's just something you Jeez. have to sign on for. Uh, yeah. That's funny. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Burnout's a real killer for me. That That's like probably yeah. one of the worst parts. And it, you know, it really does like affect my mental health in a lot of ways. Um, mm. Just with photography in general, really. But like, Maybe we could talk about like solitude a little bit because that's a big part about, you know, being in nature. I feel like for a lot of us um, outdoor photographers, most of us are probably introvert, um, I would imagine. So like we just yeah. kind of appreciate the quiet, you know, just listening to birds, bird song and, you know, flowing streams and stuff. So like we weren't really out there to really socialize, I don't think necessarily. Right. No, definitely not. Uh, <laughs> that is complete opposite of why I do photography. It's, uh, it's just a, it's a personal thing for me. Um, I like, you know, I occasionally, I don't often, I've gone with people every once in a while. Um, you know, it's nice, but what I really do it for is just to be out there in nature. Um, <laughs> and just, you know, not say a word for hours and just kind of be in your own head and you know, take, take photos. So it's All right. I mean, yeah, it's definitely the same for me, but like I've gone on like more, more often I've gone on like a lot of like photo walks or photo meetups and like those would be like decently sized groups, like 10, 15 people at most. And uh, those can be fun, like meeting people that way. Like um, I, I know on Kyle Owens episode, uh, we, we talked about how me and him met was actually through one of those said photo meetups. And like I would have met him otherwise. And um, since then we've gone on like, I think three or four of just the two of us uh, photo shoots um out there doing like wildlife or whatever and that those have been a lot of fun um but yeah more often than not it's definitely much i don't like go out to like the local trails and go like gee i really hope i run into some people today to talk to them mm -hmm. like it's this is not like on my agenda like you said um but like at the same time i have gotten more uh i guess more accepting of like people out on the trail because i just realized we're all kind of there for the same reasons most of mm -hmm. us and some people are definitely more talkative than others. Some will just nod heads or don't even say hi back. If I say hi and, you know, have like a pleasant grin as I'm walking with like 40 pounds of camera gear strapped to me. Um, but like the people that do actually like stop or, you know, are curious about what I'm doing or where I'm going, I guess, and talk to me. Like, I actually do like appreciate that also. Yeah. Like I found, I found a way to like be like thankful that like, you don't actually take some time out of the day just to like talk to a stranger, you know, just someone like that. But um, but pretty much mo most often I'm just there as a, like a solitary pursuit. Like that's the reason I feel like that's where I create my best photos. I like meeting up with photographer friends. Sure. But like, and I may take good photos there. Sure. But like, it's not really my style, my vibe, I guess. Like I'm, I, I mm -hmm. like to create alone and do it alone, but then like share it with people. That's why I do exhibits later on to like share the stories and how I got the shot or whatever, like later on. But like, the actual process of like creating it like i just like to be out there alone yeah it's interesting like i feel like for me it's more like you know shooting with other people is great but i feel like it's more of the separation from 
the people and kind of the things you see on a daily basis that aren't photography, you know, like just kind of a, a different world, really. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just like, it's just like a, like, I guess, I guess it's like a choice or a style. I, I just chose early on. It was like, um, just being like, I just feel like my best work's created when I'm alone. Like I just had this entire focus on it, you know, like I couldn't mm -hmm. imagine, I, I mean, I don't know. It's like, I, I, like I said, I've done it before. So like, I kind of get the experience of it and it's, it's great shooting with people. It is fun. I, I won't say it's not, but like, cause you can share in the excitement of like, Oh, there's a cool bird over there. Or like you guys hike to this waterfall and you get to just sit there with your tripods and, you know, photograph it. But like, yeah, just, I don't know something about just the, I don't know the solitude about it. it's just really what draws me to it, I guess, you know, just being out there and just having the freedom to like, explore the location if i have like a shoot or like a image idea planned just to be able to like execute on my own like just the independence i guess of it is like what i'm after but i don't know that's just how i see it at least yeah definitely uh, it'll be interesting because uh, like I'm, I'm going on like a trip with some other people other photographers it'll be interesting like if we'll be getting like the same photos like how, how, how that'll go and i don't know it'll be, it'll be weird because i've never really done extensive shoots with people before so hmm. not really i mean it's a different it's a different experience for sure like you mm -hmm. definitely you're balancing like hopefully you take some good images of course but like it's also kind of like you're balancing just like socializing and just kind of like i said sharing like the overall experience with them too so it's kind of like several fold but like it does feel like at times it does like break your attention and focus away from like just being so like single-mindedly pursuit on this like taking photos i guess too yeah but I, there's a lot of times where i'm like i look over and i see like a big family coming my way and i'm just like and thinking to myself like please leave please <laughs> stop making noise and just mm -hmm. like or there's been a few times it's been bad enough like social anxiety just like i will literally turn around because i hear people coming like the opposite direction or whatever like just there's been some like times where i'm just like i just don't want to deal with it like oh, yeah or get on like your I'm phone. Just, That's what I do sometimes. Yeah, pretend to like mm -hmm. review images, or maybe I just actually like will review images because I'm just like uh -huh. the, the, the the situation. Like if I have my big telephoto, I'm like out here at like a semi kind of public park. Like the just the 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 stories in my head of like how would they react to this like mm -hmm. youngish looking guy just with like a big telephoto like camera thing. Like what is he doing? Like I just like the stigma of like. Or I don't know, like the just the idea of like, what would they think of me? <laughs> you know, it's freaky. Mm -hmm. And then you just realize that most people are really not really like angry or not angry, but like they're just not like they're more curious. Like I said before, like mm -hmm. they're really. I've not had a bad experience where like someone was like put me down or I don't know or just like scoffing, like mm -hmm. what are you doing, dude? Like what the heck? Like mm -hmm. like everyone's been great. So like mm -hmm. it's definitely like a. At least for me it's like definitely a mental thing of just like in my head maybe it's like an insecurity thing but just like like because i've always kind of had that too growing up is like how people perceive me you know like because i'm making myself look real obvious with all this camera gear and like it just it looks weird to everyone else but like really no one no one seems bothered by it like it's no. it's really all in your head too most people think it's really cool like I, yeah uh, quite the opposite i yeah. remember like a couple weeks ago this group of campers probably like a couple of years younger than me passed me and they're like they were all really interested in my camera and like they talked to me for like a while and like oh they weren't making fun of me they actually like thought i was cool so <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> yeah, de- I definitely agree there. It's it's honestly, yeah, like I said, I don't think I've ever had like the negative experience really with mm. like interacting with anyone out there. I mean, like like I said, some people are more closed off because like maybe they just don't make eye contact or like I said, they don't say hi back or maybe they just have like earbuds in or quite simply didn't hear you. I don't know. Like, and they just kind of walk by you and like, that's, that's as bad as it gets. And I'd say it's pretty good. Like, I don't know. I, it's rude. Sure. But like to be ignored, I guess in that way, but like, I, I just, you know, I walk with a friendly, I guess, grin or smile and I just say hi. And you know, that, that's most of the time good enough. But mm-hmm. you know, for the people that do talk to you, this sometimes are like some of the greatest conversations because it does break you mm-hmm. out of like, sometimes I get in these like states of mind where I'm overthinking just everything. And, Cause like being out alone in nature for me doesn't equal like happiness, like just automatically, like sometimes I'm out there and I feel worse, quite frankly. But like, sometimes it's like those interactions you have out there, just like the little light banter with people as you walk by the trail, like just kind of breaks me out of it a little bit more. I actually feel better afterwards too. So that, that happens quite often too. And sometimes they'll even give you uh like good knowledge about the location or maybe they've seen <clears> some <throat> wildlife nearby. I mean, I've gotten, I got a guy this year tell me that there was an eagle's nest and I, that eagle photo I recently posted, that's because of him. I mean, he was some random guy, uh, a tourist, (laughs) but he happened to see an eagle, gave me the tip and I was able to find it. So, you know, don't be afraid of those people. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. I mean, same here. Some of my best leads have been just people I just passed by on the trail and it's not even like we're just like lifelong friends afterwards. Like they'll just, are just nice enough to exchange information. Like, um, Mm -hmm. kind of simple, similar for me is like, uh, the first time I saw a wild great horned owl was someone just told it to me at another location. <laughs> so I went a few days later and got the shot there and I was like, wow, like, it's just cool how people just, people you wouldn't ex- like, I don't know, maybe I just like assume people don't know anything when they're out there, which is also just really negative And I don't recommend that, but like, I just assume people don't know what they're doing. <laughs> they're just kind of out there. And it's so stupid to say that as I'm hearing it now, but like, like people know things. It's like, I, I can show up to a new location and not know a single thing. And people have gone there or it has happened. Like people have gone there like every day the past couple of years and had no, like the place inside out and like know everything about it. And like, I show up thinking, not really thinking I'm holier than now, but like just thinking like, Oh, these people are just casuals. They don't know anything about, you know, wildlife or yeah, like just stuff like that. And like, it's, it's honestly, that's just such a, like a negative, stupid way of thinking. Like people, people really do know stuff. Most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So some of them at least, but <laughs> yeah. it just depends though. But, but yeah, it's definitely, um, it's tricky though when you're I'm out there alone is just like overthinking just things or just, it could be anything like personal life or just or like the photography itself. I'm like, it's not worth taking this photo, you know, like just like the negative, I don't know if you have this, but like the negative self-talk of like, why bother? You know, like, why take the shot, you know, but like, then you just do it anyways, because it's like, I don't know, like, just to not let that side of you win, I guess, you know, yeah. just the, the the side that like puts you down, I guess, more so. Mm-hmm. I totally get that. Like, and sometimes that yields my greatest shot where I overcome that voice and just take it. Um, they're usually <clears throat> the most creative. I'll say that like, it's something out of the box and not probably conventional th- for you. Um, and it can be very great. So, yeah. So I guess maybe we could end on like, what would you recommend maybe for anyone listening to like, I guess, help mitigate any kind of like problems, I guess, with mental health or like, what would you recommend, I guess, for people, outdoor photographers or whatever, people that hike, 
Like, what would you recommend for them to help? Um, uh, well, first thing I recommend is don't look at your photos in the field. Like after you take them, like maybe you yeah. know, I, I get like checking them, you know, to make sure exposure's right. But after that, you know, just kind of leave it. Don't, don't look at it. Just kind of continue to shoot or just continue to enjoy nature. Um, and you, you can all, you always have time to look at it at home on your computer, but you know, don't stress over out in the field. Like, you know, the, your screens are so small, you can't even tell really if it's a good photo or not. So just don't try to form an opinion before you can see, you know, see it in the full size. Um, that will kind of immerse you more. Um, and put, put the phone away too, honestly, like, unless you're using it, you know, for like documentation purposes, like, you know, put, put away your messages and, you know, all your social media and just kind of enjoy it. Um, find that really helps too. Hmm. I, I definitely agree with both of those points. Like it's, it, especially the phone thing. I'm just like with this Instagram crap, like I've been doing it for a couple of years now. Like I just like have it. I feel like I have that out. And it's always in one of my hands, you know, like the camera, the DSLR, and then it's like the phone. And I'm always like, I need to take a million. Cause I'm always just really dumping stories, like posts and slides of like, photo and video on there and it's just like i need to like stop doing that or then i'll flip open i'm you know i'm sitting at this gorgeous waterfall or whatever and like i got some shots and you know everything's cool and everything but like then i just kind of pull out my phone and maybe it's just like a mini break from like the surroundings but like then i just get hung up on some person messaging me about something i probably don't even care about and like it just like breaks like the flow uh no pun intended like the flow in the conversation like just breaks my like focus like interrupts like what i'm out there for like it's not i'm not really out there to like message you <laughs> sorry person that might be but like just not i'm not really supposed to be out there doing that you know I, like i should be out there just what i came there for is like taking an image or just being out there and enjoying nature but like here i am just like hung up caught up in maybe like your drama or just something like business related where i'm like hey ryan can you do this favor for me tomorrow when you're sitting in the gallery, like just stuff like that. Like, and yeah, so it's definitely, I feel like it's important to be like just present in in the moment as much as you can and just mm -hmm. enjoy it. You know, maybe take a good image or two here and there too. Yep. I, I totally understand that. I mean, with every generation, it gets worse with my generation. We're just obsessed with social media. Like that's, that's everything for a lot of people. Um, mm -hmm. And it's really nice to just escape from that, like, you know, Snapchat, text, all those things. Like, people my age are just obsessed. Like, that is their life. Like, um, I don't have – I I haven't had Snapchat for years, but I have friends who do. And, you know, it's like they're obsessed with it. And uh, it went down a couple of days ago, and they were just, like, so distraught. I was like, I just couldn't believe it. Like, come on. Move to go Twitter. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm not that much older than you, but, like, it's definitely, we're, we're pretty close in that, like, generational uh, range, I guess, of, uh -huh. like, just social media. Like, people my age are still, not all of them. I mean, I, I have, I, I will say, you're probably in good news, I hope, but you are younger, so maybe it's, like, uh -huh. it's not like I'm talking down to you, but you get the point. <laughs> like, maybe your generation will be, like, really hooked on it in their, like, 20s or something, but, like, um, I found as I've gotten a little bit older, is like, people are like they're on their phones a lot and like they like the you know the snapchats and all that tiktok crap and all that whatever <laughs> and um but like i feel like they're on it less which is nice too yeah. so you might be in luck but like mm -hmm. i don't i'm holding out your your age range <laughs> today's mo uh adolescence i hope 
you know, I hope they aren't so just glued to the screens because it's like there's just so much beautiful scenery out there to see. And it's like I do. I'm, I'm guilty of it, of course, too. I was like just having too many screens in front of me, the live view mode, my phone, just like so much like gear, the, the GoPro. Um, if I had a drone, I'd probably have that flying around, too, at the same time as everything else. Like there's just so much crap that like it just kind of becomes noise a little bit, you know, just kind of like noise like too much sometimes. So like just shut off all these devices and just kind of, I don't know, enjoy it, you know, cause that's, yep. like I said, that's sometimes the best, best moments out there in nature. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, like I even, I even like used to, I, I, uh, like I used to like document my photo trips. I just stopped now. It's just like, I don't, I don't want my phone at all anymore. I can just like really? throw it in the bag. Um, you know, I leave on my ringer in case somebody really needs me. But besides that, you know, I'm just camera only, huh. no phone. Um, I'm just wow. out there. I, I, I just gave that up. Um, I, of course, I still am on Instagram a lot, but it, that's only when I'm not in the field now. So I just kind of eliminated that aspect. I, I of do it. that. Man, I do that too now. It's it's gotten so bad. Like Instagram is my worst nemesis because like I will check it out in the field. And I'm like, Ryan, why are you looking at? Like I, I like other people's work, of course, but like, why am I looking at their photos when I'm out there supposed to make my own? Yeah, like, it's so stupid. Like, why am I doing this? It's, and, I mean, it's not even uh, your fault. It's like the, the the serotonin boost you get from seeing a like on your photo or seeing a new. Photo oh yeah. Or like we're we're addicted oh. to it. It's just kind of like the reality. It's it's a disease on society. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> that's that's the quote of the day right there. Instagram disease of society. And it's not a photo sharing platform, so what does it tell you? Oh, God. So what's the point? <laughs> I'm not trying to be a negative Nancy, but um, no, I definitely agree with you. But I, man, you brave soul for like not using the phone. Like I've, I've been documenting the past few years, like extensively, like everything I'm doing. Like, I don't know why. It's, I think it's OCD, honestly. Like I just need to have everything recorded, you know, but like I just, I couldn't imagine not having the phone and doing that. Now, I will yeah. say, not to be hypocritical, but soon I'm I'm going to start filming out in the field. Um, I've I've decided I've been I've gone through so many phases, uh, but now <laughs> I I think I'm ready to start filming out in the like, field. But behind the camera, yeah, uh, no, not behind in front. Or, no, sorry, both. sorry, yeah, yeah, in front of sorry. the camera. You like you speaking to the camera? Yeah, but uh, I'll really? try to even when I'm doing that. Yeah, I'm I've actually I ordered like a just a like a mount for my tripod so I could put my phone on it. Cause I don't, I don't have like a separate video Ooh. camera. Um, but even with that, I'm going to not be on social media, you know, just stay in that camera app and just, you know, film with that. Like, I'm not going to be worried about putting that stuff on social media immediately. You know, of course, after <laughs> I'll post it to YouTube. Uh, but you know, just try to keep it separate still. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's good that you like set the parameters, I guess, uh -huh. for, that certain that that uh, that thing i guess but uh is that, is that like a slide mount i gotta ask out of curiosity yeah it's just guess. a slide mount i already have one but i need one that cool. can put a mic on top because i have a mic that works with my phone so okay cool yeah. cool that sounds awesome yeah, yeah. um I can't, I can't wait to see those then so i just think yeah, it's neat I... like that that whole like that whole youtube thing i'm, I'm really glad i've done it overall just because it has gotten me out of my like comfort zone and I have to explain things to strangers or just to the camera itself because i'm still out there alone of course but you know, i mean they're really i feel like they're rewarding 
to do. Mm. So it's a lot of work and it's, it's kind of unnerving like before I start the video. Cause I'm like, Oh, what if I trip up or stutter or like, I just like stop, like know what I'm saying. But like, then I remember like I can cut it up, you know, I can edit it so that it sounds better and flows better too. Mm. And then if I'm like not feeling like talking too much that day, I can just throw in a whole bunch of B roll and like, like not a filler B roll, but like stuff that pertains to it. Like it doesn't have to be all just me rambling and uh-huh. frankly, I don't want it to be because sometimes it does end up that way too. Yeah. So yeah, that that's something I'll be working on. I, I already like have gotten into like wildlife video. Um, so I'll definitely incorporate that in with, you know, the videos and, uh, yeah, it's just kind of a cool thing. I've always talked about doing it, but like, I think now I'm finally like, I know how to like have balance out of nature. So I think I'm ready to add in the video, I guess. Well, now it's on the record. So now you have like the pressure of me and everyone else. So you better deliver. Yep. yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do it. It's just, I, I don't want to make in-studio videos anymore. I just, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> like you can, really you, you can do both. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know. I found a way to do kind of uh-huh. like both. I mean, I definitely prefer out in the field, but like I, I do enjoy like a nice indoor video sometimes uh-huh. like recording. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I just don't like so, edit. I, I just don't like like computer stuff as much anymore as I used to. Like I'm just more in the field now, which I think is okay. good. Ultimately. I can, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I can, I can respect uh-huh. that. Yeah. That's uh-huh. definitely, I agree there cool is that like an announcement then for you sure (laughs) um yeah and i i had one more announcement as well uh next well let's see when the podcast comes out so the day after this comes out this podcast wednesday the 4th i've got a presentation um it's a panel with nampa um north american nature photographers uh it's i think it's about an hour presentation um it's with it's me and three other young photographers we're just going to talk about um like our stories and then some conservation stuff um, and, you know, like leaving no trace and supporting refuges, uh, all that kind of stuff. So um, if you guys like to sign up for that, um, there's links to my own personal pages. Um, so check that out. If, if you want, it's uh, free to register. Uh, you can make a donation if you want. Uh, I believe it's to some wildlife organization, uh, but it is completely free. So uh, I'd appreciate if any of the listeners wanted to be there uh if you could sign up for that so cool i'm listening and i register so Thank everyone you. else should too yeah mm-hmm. I, i'm stoked man i'm stoked to hear you and then uh cory hart which oh yeah uh, we both talked to but uh, um, yeah cory yeah. cory was sadly one of our lost guests so wow one <laughs> hey, of our best lost. episodes right there but it just got corrupted so <laughs> <laughs> he'll be back he will yes i put i put down the record here now he'll be back yeah. And we'll do and it then, better uh, than ever. Yeah. And it has uh, Martin Culpepper too. He's a great wildlife photographer. Uh, cool. I don't know if you've ever seen him before, but. No, really not, not familiar. But... Daphne, uh, I don't really know her, but uh, great wildlife photographer as well. So um, I'm, I'm looking awesome. forward to it. And yeah. I'm going to say it like an old uh, curmudgeon, but like it's cool that like the younger crowd is like talking about important things like leaving no trace and all mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. It's really, yeah, commendable, yeah. Right. So I'm looking forward to hearing this. It's going to be great. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, you got any announcements? Ooh, um, just lots of, um, my weekends are basically booked. <laughs> Talk about burnout, but uh, <laughs> uh, lots of, like, exhibits um, in new and old places. Um, 
just like stuff like that. Like in Front Street in Dayton, I have one uh, coming up here, and it's going to have like an artist reception, and then like a open to the public one um, called Life in the City. And uh, I took recently some images of of Dayton, Ohio, um, cityscapes, like I mentioned earlier. And so that that's been a lot of fun to do something different and experiment. And so I actually like printed my first pano I did panorama of the cityscape, um, my first attempt, and uh, framed it and everything, and it actually got accepted. So it's pretty awesome. Wow. And awesome. yeah, um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's gonna be a reception coming up here soon. Um, other than that, just the usual for me, just um, just gallery stuff. I got a few festivals coming up um, here in the area, but like if you want to follow my socials or my website has like a calendar of events, or it's basically just a list of like all my upcoming stuff for like the rest of this year. Um, those will be up there too. So if you want to follow my work, I guess, and see me in person. So just more of that. Um, on the video front, I have like a, like a parody, I don't know, not like a parody. It's like a satirical joke video um, where uh, I don't even know how you describe it. I did to you earlier, Henry, before we recorded. Um, but it's, it's like, it's like a joke video. I just want to, I made it for fun. It's not like anything serious, but it's basically me pretending to be someone I'm not. <laughs> if that makes sense, I'll just leave it at that. Like, I don't know. It'll upload here soon, maybe by the time this episode comes out. But You're not going to um, wait till April 1st for that. Uh, man, that's like a whole, that's almost like a whole nother yeah, what, I know. 10 months. I already recorded it. <laughs> it's almost, yeah. Anyways, um, so that's something that'll be on my YouTube. And um, other than that, um, not too much else right now. So. But yeah, staying busy as I always do. Awesome. Cool. Well, alrighty. Uh, thank well, you thank you, everyone. Yeah. Yep. And listening. <laughs> yes. Have a... <laughs> thank you for watching. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for watching the All Outdoors Photography Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the video version on YouTube as well. You can subscribe down below, and we look forward to seeing you in the next one. Thank you.